and welcome to the British Traders Podcast. I'm your host, Njabulan Tsiband. This podcast is aimed at helping you and experienced traders navigate the markets and learn from other traders. Today, I'm chatting with a good friend of mine, Jose, um, the member of the team. Uh, we're chatting about my experience trading equity CFDs. I've been doing a, uh, a webinar with Simon Brown. Um, I know we spoke about trading CFDs on the la- last week's episode. Um, please go check that out. I've, li- uh, I've li- I link... Um, the link to that on the on the show notes below. Uh, how are you, my friend? Hey, how's it? How's it? Ah, all is well, man. Can't complain. Can't complain. Markets are treating me well. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. It's always great if markets are treating you well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a, not a bad start. Not a bad start. You know, I'm trading the um, arguably the the most volatile market that I've ever traded before and it's it, it hasn't been it, it hasn't been horribly bad. <laughs> now nah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Better fun than fact, I anticipated, I must say. Ah, awesome. A, a fun fact that I just read recently is that the Forex market has been well, the Forex market has increased by like three hundred percent. So daily trading. So ever since the pandemic of COVID-19. So I'm assuming that's like around about 9 trillion US dollars a day or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's a lot. That's a lot of money floating around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can just imagine. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. That's a lot though. That's a lot. Of, I, I guess, I guess perhaps it's, um, you know, the pandemic, people being stuck at home, people losing their jobs and looking for other sources of an income and, you know, trading offers, you know, at least from outside looking in, an easy way to kind of make a living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because those are like one of the reasons, as they said, that contributed to that increase of it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and the irony is that um, FX market is one of the most difficult markets that you can trade. I always thought like your commodities and shares and all those others would be quite difficult. But then yeah, I guess with the but then yeah, I guess as it's simple to get in, it will be quite difficult to succeed yeah. in it. Yeah, and, and it, it is, that's that's what the the, the data suggests that um, the forex market, even you know, when when you listening to a bunch of professional traders, will tell you their hit rate drops when they trading FX. I don't know why. Um, I guess there's too much money floating around, as you said um, uh, earlier, that about nine trillion dollars a day. That's a lot of money. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and you and obviously the big banks, you man, JP Morgan's uh you know, Goldman Sachs and the like, they'll put their best traders in the most liquid markets. Mm-hmm. So you trade yeah. Uh, another thing another thing that I think maybe could be contributing is since you mentioned that everyone is stuck at home, so most likely people are just doing like um online shopping mostly. So it could be maybe they're just buying from these online stores. And you might find that they're selling in maybe a different oh, currency. Yeah, where... yeah, yeah. Perhaps. So yeah. That could be the... mm. yeah, that that could yeah, uh, yeah, I suppose that could contribute as well, probably. Mm, mm, and mm. just retail traders. Mm. <laughs> but then uh, talking of the different instruments, since I know you've been trading CFDs, so how did you go about 
like just deciding trading CFDs and how about that? Maybe talk about that rather. Yeah, so um, it, it, uh, uh, it was luck, I guess. Um, so <laughs> um, what, what, one of my, 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 my idols in, in the trading and investment world, Simon Brown, invited me to be his trading buddy. Um, he's doing okay. this thing with um, Think Markets. He's doing <laughs> like a weekly webinar. Um, we're trading, uh, so I'm trading with him the same account as his trading buddy, making sure keeping. Mainly, I'm just there to as 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 his assistant, you know, keeping a, keep to keep him accountable. Um, that ah. he sticks to 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 what he says he's gonna do. For example, mm-hmm. um, one of the one of the things that he trades. Um, he trades a a a um a range breakout so you know it hit it could de- define a range a trading range um and then if if the market breaks either side by three percent out of the range that's a trigger for him to buy and and whatnot so i'm just there to make sure that he he doesn't enter a a, a trade prematurely or he doesn't um one of the things that he had said to 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 do is uh risk 1.8 percent on the long position and a one percent on the short position like every time he takes a trade i check on him um if he if those metrics are still in place usually you know they're always because you know someone is a very disciplined trader um usually <laughs> those things are um uh will be in place um, yeah. Also, just to host uh, some of the webinars where he's not around and whatnot. So I figured, you know, I, you know, you know, uh, I think we spoke about this uh, a couple of episodes, a few episodes ago, uh, where we were doing that flip coin with the trading simulator. I've been trading different yes. um, technical setups, triangles, um, the dojis, and 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 and, and the like on 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 those. And, and those things so i figured perhaps that's a a, a a good platform to um to try them out on 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 an, on an actual market and not just on a simulator um nah. so, yeah one of the, the the achilles heel i've always had um you know trying to trade indices and equities um because one of the fundamental things that i always wanted to to stick with is um a risk management always risking no more than two percent on it on any given trade so risking two percent on a trade is very difficult if you have like a, a, um, a, a small amount yeah a small amount of capital you know um you need to be well capitalized yeah. to to properly manage risk well you know yeah um so with the thing market but then, yeah so so okay, so uh, maybe just touch on how or what steps have you taken to actually ensure that you do stick to that proper risk management since you'll be maybe managing a small amount of capital. Yeah. So we think markets what 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 they what they have is there's no minimum um in, in the in the transactions on your trades. So whether you're trading one contract or two contracts, you will charge that percentage fee. You know, because most brokers, what they do, they would say, um, they'll charge you a minimum of, say, 100 rand, for example, but their transaction fee is 0.2%. So if you, mm. 
if that two if that point two percent is less than a hundred bucks, they'll charge you the hundred. No, I see. Yeah, I see. so that 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 oh, you know, on a small account. So in, you you can imagine if if I'm uh, if I'm trading, let's say a thousand rand portfolio, like I am currently at the moment, um, mm. that hundred rand is already one percent. Uh, ten, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. my bad. Wait, that hundred? Yeah, on a thousand rand, that, that's already ten oh, yes, percent. Yes, that's already ten. Yes. So if if I'm gonna take a trade and the the transaction fee is a hundred bucks, I need to make at least ten percent on that trade, and that's gonna be very difficult just to break even. Oh, oh yeah, okay, uh, yeah, that's gonna be a bit difficult. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and and that has been an Achilles heel because that's that's the case with uh, most um, um brokers. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. So with fake markets, there's no minimum. So mm, you are okay. charged, yeah, you are charged that percentage fee. Um, I think it's 0.2%, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so so you're, when, you, when you are trading one, uh, one, one contract, you'll be charged based on that, the margins of that contract. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Awesome, awesome, yeah. awesome. Yeah, so I figured let me let me let me uh, put my own skin in the game. Um, you know, <laughs> since, since there's no minimum, let me trade a thousand rand, but still be disciplined with that thousand rand, and I'll, I'll I'll be continuously funding that account. So what I've what I've what I have been doing um, this year, I've been funding a different account with with um, with IG, where I'm trading okay. um, that two hundred k demo account, trading the the the, the indices. Yes. So the money that I was depositing in that account, I'm now channeling it to to this account. To at least now, I can actually take trades without the um, the uh, with with, yeah without the the minimum with those restrictions. Yes. Uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just out of um, interest, um, what's the minimum deposit for like uh, opening an account on Think Markets? And there uh, isn't any. Um, I I just dropped in a thousand bucks. Um, there there isn't any. Yeah, there isn't any uh, a minimum. Oh, awesome. Yeah, there isn't any minimum deposit. I think you can also hold in a hundred bucks if you want to. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, obviously you can't trade a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you can. But then maybe there might might be some guys who might say, "Hey, I'll take it as a challenge and." Try to go this hundred bucks to a thousand, and let's see what happens. Yeah, the, the, okay. Uh, depending, I guess depending on what you are trading. Um, I'm trading shares, so okay, you're going to be very yeah. restricted into what you can buy. I guess. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. Otherwise, your stop loss, your 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 stop needs to be very close, close. <laughs> and you, you you need to give your, your your stop some room. Yeah, I guess you'd be looking for like those sniper entries then. In that that kind of when you're trading like that, you'll just need to be sniping. Yeah, I think just so there's the drawdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least with, with with this, it doesn't it doesn't require a lot of capital to you know get your get your feet wet, um, and you don't have to start on the deep um, deep side of the pool either. Um, you can just mm. like, you know grow slowly, adding more capital, 
you know, take trades with discipline, trade well, because you know the, the the key to 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 to, to successful trading, um, at least from the books that I've read and from the people that I've spoken to, the key to successful trading is really just trading well and, and not necessarily any one or two particular trades. Yeah, but I guess that's quite difficult when you just want to be able to make a million by next week and <laughs> so you can floss and flex. Yeah, that's yeah, that's gonna be very difficult. That's <laughs> that's gonna be uh, <laughs> Yeah, next thing I'm like, ah, I'm not gonna wait. Uh Jabs I'll, I'll uh, Jabs is telling me that I have to be patient and disciplined. Nah. Gonna be risk it all. Go big or go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's just the thing, man. Just that's the thing that like if, if if you want to trade successfully, you need to have goals and you need to have a system and you need to have capital and that sort of thing. But the key thing that I'm focusing on at the moment is is my goals, right? Because yeah. I'm on I'm on the learning stage of my career uh, of my my trading career. Um, mm. So my my goal at the moment is just to trade right. That's all. You know what I mean? Um, the next trade I, that I need to trade needs to be a perfect trade. And perfect trade doesn't necessarily mean it'll make money or not. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and Just for, the, for that matter, I don't really care if it'll make money or not. Um, but but um, the perfect trade has nothing to do with that. Mm. Can you explain what is a perfect trade for just those that don't know what a perfect trade is, if they never listen to Simon Brown? Because I know he he is like, a, I would say, a pioneer of perfect trade. Yeah, yeah. So a, a perfect trade, it, it may differ from, from you as, as it would for me, but a perfect trade... Uh, at its core is a set of rules, pre, a set of predefined rules that you follow on each and every trade. Mm. So, you know, a set of um, check boxes that you need to check on each and every trade. Um, those rules may, may differ mm. from you as, as, as they would for me. For me, they are um, yeah. quite simple. My, my, I, I need, first need to get the signal uh, so after after exiting every trade, I need to ask myself, you know, I think it's about six six or seven questions. Did I get the signal? Did it confirm? Did I enter correctly? Did I set my stop loss when I was entering? Did I set my position size correctly? Did I monitor the trade correctly? Um, and did I exit as per my plan? And which with with each and every trade, mm-hmm. um, I said what those things are before i even take the trade i see i see so for example when when i'm trading a head and shoulders pattern for example i would, I would state on my on my on, on my notes on the journal um and i've, I've been publishing publishing uh publishing some some of these trades on on the website as well i would state that um a a a breakthrough the neckline is my trigger Right, um, a confirmation uh, on on a, a, um, a, a normal head and shoulders pattern, which is which is a bearish pattern, is a is a trade below the low of the trigger candle. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and and my stop loss is you know a, a couple of ticks above the right shoulder. If, oh, okay. if it, yeah, I I I eyeball my stop loss. I I don't have like a, a specific calculation 
to say, you know, it must be 12 or 30 or 50 pips above or, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, 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 did I set my stop loss as I was entering? Mm-hmm. And I set my position size correctly to expose only 2% of my portfolio. Um, did I, uh, but with, with this Think Markets portfolio, I'm a, I'm a bit, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, flexible with uh, the risk. I, but I kept it to 3% because I continuously fund the account. So over time, that risk per trade will, on average, will be much less than 2% when you consider over time. After you know, oh, yes, as yeah. as you keep on funding the account, that that risk percentage becomes significantly smaller. If, for example, yes. if I'm going to add, if 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 like now it's monthly, if I add another thousand, the risk per trade on the trades that I have halves. Ah yes, yes, yes. Yeah, makes so sense. From from it moves from two percent to one percent. That's why I give myself up to three percent. That's why I'm I'm a little yeah. bit flexible yeah. on that, but ideally, you know. Two percent is the max. Yeah, mm, mm, mm. and and, and um, okay. uh, did I monitor the, the the trade correctly? Did I check it every day? Did I, if I needed to adjust the stop, did I adjust it correctly? Did I? One of the the most uh, ch- one of the challenges that that I've had so far in in in, in, in this couple of weeks that I, of, of trading was trailing my stop, like when to move the stop in. in into better uh, um, levels. That that has been one of the difficult areas that I've been um, battling with. But what the method that I'm currently using is I use two times ATR. Okay. And then from there, I just eyeball the better area um, where it maybe it could it could stay uh, where I could. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sometimes the two times ATR lens lends you somewhere in between a candle, but I'll just maybe move it um, a few ticks high above the high of that candle, for example. Ah, okay. And that's where the 3% comes in as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, you know, that, that's where the monitor, monitoring of the trade correctly comes in. And did I exit as, as the plan? And with all, my, with all my trades, the exit, I have only two exits. Either I exit a target or I exit a stop loss no in between so i can't now uh, exit the trades preemptly i can't preempt um I, or i can't jump the gun on on anything whether mm-hmm. i can't jump the gun entering i can't jump the gun exiting either ah okay so even if there's like some news to be released for maybe that specific uh, instrument that you're trading so you wouldn't close it before what yeah, yeah. For example, um, the the Sasol trade that I had, I was low on Sasol, and the results came in. Uh, uh, the the results came in, and it came in within, I think, twenty cents of my stop loss and ten back. Hmm. And the 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 results of of Sasol were a horror show. And the fact that I wasn't stopped on the result, and no, no, I was, I was, that that move um, close to my stop came on the the sense announcement, and the results were were due on Monday, and when the results came out on Monday, there was just a horror, horror show. Um, yeah, you know, I came within since, you know, literally. <laughs> sense of my stop loss but I, I didn't get stopped on monday i only got stopped on tuesday on tuesday but i couldn't 
like I couldn't take the stop loss uh, um, saying ah, I'm gonna get stopped anyway. I have to get stopped first. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Okay, yeah. makes sense. And another example that I have that I have at the moment right now, uh, uh, actually, a couple on on not jumping the gun on the entry was with with Foshini, right? I had I had a bearish divergence pattern on, on Foshini and I had this resistance line um very solid there that, that I had there. Um so my, my trigger was gonna be a breakthrough that resistance line. And for probably a whole week, right? Mm-hmm. It it traded above the resistance line but didn't close above it. So it didn't trigger. Mm. So an ill-disciplined trader and, or an ill-disciplined uh, Anjabula would have entered when this thing was trading above. But I had to yeah, work. Like, I had to wake the entire week for mm. it to get triggered. And I think I eventually got triggered on Friday. Um, yeah, it was on a Friday on the 21st. That's when I got triggered. And I, I, I subsequently entered on, on market open on Monday. As you know, yeah. the, mm-hmm. the market uh, then on Monday kept up uh, uh, above my confirmation zone. So I had to enter. Because what I normally do when I get a trigger, um, on, when the market opens, I place a, a, buy, a buy stop order or a sell stop order. Like I place a limit order for mm-hmm. above where my confirmation zone is and let the market take me in. But with, with uh, this Fushina trade, on market open, it it confirmed. So I had to enter. I I I I, I entered at market. Oh, okay, okay. So you yeah. just did a market execution. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I did a market execution. Um, also okay. with Capitec, um, uh, you know, there's a a resistance. So wait, did you buy? Did you buy Capitec or? No, 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 no. I have to wait. Oh, okay. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for for Capitec to trigger. And confirm mm. that I'm gonna go long, but I have a long um setup um um on on capital after it, it respected it its support support line and then bundling from PSG it might add some catalyst, but I have to wait. I can't just um, because there's some sense announcement that support the trade. I can't just now jump the gun to say ah I yeah. already know because now you see what <laughs> we're getting you're getting myself into i'm getting my i'm going to get myself into a position where i already know what's going to happen and if you know already what's going to happen what's the point of managing risk yeah just go full margin yeah yeah (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) so it's so what you're touching on is just like uh something that a lot of traders like to say uh there's the saying that says um trade what you see, not what you think. Mm-hmm. So that it could be part and parcel of what you're just saying now, of that yeah. you just need to wait for that confirmation to come in and say, okay, now in Jawule, now you can get in and place a trade. Yeah. And I think, I think the, the most important thing um, is, 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 you know, the a cliche as it may be, you know, plan a trade and trade a plan. You must have that plan mm. written down. So whenever you want to act, you must check on the plan. Does the plan say you must act? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then do you have a, a plan that you always, so in terms of your plan, do you always, before you tr- take a trade, do you always go and revise it? Or 
have you read it so many times that you actually just know it off by heart now or have you like have it like a sticky note or something like that um so on on on, on the equity side uh so so let me just you know step back a second um remember prior prior to trading the cfds i was trading a a a, a rigid system a, a mm. like once a, like a singular mechanic system which was the 721 um yeah which 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 had its own rules and i just abide by those rules yeah so on 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 the on the cfd market what i do is i trade i trade like different setups i'll trade um head and shoulders or trade um uh, a range breakout or a doji or you know falling wedge or a bull flag or perfect or whatever the case is but Whenever I spot, for example, let's let's say I spot a I, I spot a, a a falling wedge on on a, on a chart, or I spot a a a um a doji on a chart, I'll write the the plan that I have for that trade because some 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 of the trades are one candle trades where one mm-hmm. one candle gives you all the information that you need. Some of the setups take you know plenty candles to form like a head and shoulders pattern it will take like some time to form um yeah a, a um island reversal for example will take some time to 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 um to form but some of the um, uh, um trades are one candle trade especially the reversal pattern trades like you know the doji is a one candle trade um mm-hmm. the, the bullish or bearish engulfing is a you know one trade uh one candle trade so whenever whenever i spot a trade whether it's um a singular candle or um like a um a a a a chart pattern or a candlestick pattern i would write so i i i trade i i i I still soon trade I, i still trade a daily chart like i did on on the 7201 it's just that now it's it's shares and i i do my market analysis after the market has closed which is good for me because i have a nine to job nine to five job which is you know great mm. so whenever i do my, my when i when i oh, whenever i go through or oh, my, my watch list or the companies that, that that i'm looking at when i spot a a a a, a pattern or uh, um a, a setup i would write everything uh my plan for the trade for that like for that singular uh, now trade yeah so i so i have the rules of how i'm gonna trade a head and shoulders pattern and then yeah if, if when i spot a head and shoulders pattern i write the, the rules for that particular trade based on how i know i i should trade a head and, a head and shoulders pattern Mm-hmm. So I would say on what's the day today? On the twenty fifth of August, I spotted one, two, three on um Capitec, and this is how I plan to trade to trade this um this trade. When this happens, this is what I'm gonna do. When that happens, this is what I'm gonna do. Um if it confirms this this is how this is these are the rules of it confirming, and this is where I'm gonna enter. This is where I'm going to place my stop. Um, this is how I'm going to adjust my stop as the trade moves uh, in my favor. And this is how I'm going to exit. So I like, I like that in jobs because now as I'm 
thinking of it, I think it just, there is no room for doubt. There is no room for being, um, what's the word, uh, subjective. So everything is already thought out. So you already know how you're going to enter. You already know how you're going to exit. Yeah. So in that way, there is no greed because you already have a risk management um, way of managing your money. And so that means greed is already out of the way. Even risk is already out of the way. And there is no hope for the trade as well. So if something happens and confirms, then you enter. If it doesn't, then just move on to the next one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I, I take a similar approach from, from, from um, um, uh, Mark Douglas and trading in the zone where you need to trade from a casino perspective. So, you know, if you go to any casino, Monte, Carnival, or whatever, whoever is closest to you, um, <laughs> the casino itself doesn't care whether each gambler is winning or losing on any one event. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. to them. What matters to them is that over a series of events, the odds are in their favor. Yes. So that's the, uh, when I'm looking at, at, at a trade, at a, at a micro level, I don't, I don't have any particular feeling or any particular belief in the trade. I just trade what I see. Ah, yes, yes. Macro yes. level, I have I have belief in in the system that I'm trading or in, in the setups that I'm trading at a macro level. That over a series of trades, um, the odds are in my favor, and I let the odds play out. I let the probabilities yes. play themselves out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Bring it with, so, with that. With that type of uh, what's it, what, what that type of mindset and that type of trading, it seems to just make everything perfect, though. It, it, because at that way, as you're trading a daily chart, you already know you just analyze um, during after hours. Mm-hmm. You already have your plan. If everything confirms, then you take the trade. If it doesn't, then you don't. And I think at that way, success is inevitable. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because you really have a proven edge that you've already tested out maybe during like a sample size or something and then you've already seen that okay this there is an edge in this if i just let the probabilities play out success is inevitable yes yes you know that's that's my belief that, that's that's my belief and I, as i said that i read my plan before i even enter the trade and so you you touched mm. on um a room for 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 for, for subjective, what's the word? Subjective mm-hmm. or subjectiveness. Uh, yeah, I guess it's both. Yeah, so yeah. That room, um, that room only exists pre-trade when I plan the trade. To say, for example, um, I'm gonna place my stop around about you know because you know with the stop your eyeball. Oh, or, that's yes. that's where the yeah. room of subjectiveness. Nakona, it's not a very wide room. Mm-hmm. it's a you know it's still within the rules yeah, yeah. so then yeah. and then once you have your plan then everything is just being objective then yeah because yeah. there's no way to this of it yeah and once 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 i finish writing that plan i can't go back and change anything ah okay okay i cool. can't go back cool. and change anything the only thing uh, um that perhaps may change is the entry point because i have no control of of how far 
the the trigger candle is gonna go. Nah, just like the the previous trade that you just took, where you needed to take it on market execution because yeah. it kept up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only. But not even with that, it's written within the rules that I am going to do X. For example, with with the the fortunate trade, when the uh, even before the the trigger candle um um came, I had said if the market breaks beyond this point, I have a trigger. And ah, the confirmation okay. for me is if it trades above the high of this trigger candle. Ah, it doesn't matter if it trades one or two ticks above. If it trades above, that's my confirmation. And mm-hmm. the way, because I have a nine to five, the easiest way for me to ensure that when, this, uh, when the market trades above, um, uh, the trigger candle, which is my confirmation, um, I get in the trade is to place a limit order above the trigger candle, because in any case that's. Mm-hmm. But if, if for example, I I had said like similarly in my in in the seven twenty one way, the confirmation is the close above the close of the trigger candle, or the close of the um, below, a close below the close of the. Uh, um, uh, a trigger candle on a long position. If it was if it was on close, I was gonna wait until the candle closed. Mm, okay, okay, I see, I see. Yeah, and all of that is 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 well within uh, within my rules. It's written well. It's written down, and then as I execute, I go back. Um, so I also have like a paper journal. I go back to say, okay, these are the rules that I set up. Did I what? Uh, did I did I adhere to the entry rules? Because I guess now I'm in the trade. Yeah. Did I yes. adhere to the entry rules? Okay, cool. I did. I I I take that. Also, have a spreadsheet where I mark my perfect trade, the, the 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 different steps of my perfect trade. Did I enter correctly? Did I set my stop? Did I do this? Did I do that? So what what this gives me now at the end of the year, um, before I go on holiday, it gives me something to reflect on. Yeah, I can go back to all my um, however many trades and say, okay, how many trades did I take? Maybe 20. Of those 20, um, okay, let's, start, let's go back to trade number one. Did I enter on, on the signal, right? These days, it's nice because you can just jump through on the chart, you know, travel back in time and go to the date. I'm to, I've recorded the date mm-hmm. on when I entered. I go back to see, did I enter as, as I should have? Or um, another thing that I'm uh, I'm gonna uh, that I'll do is uh, using the thick markets replay um, uh, um, functionality. I'm gonna go back and replay the trade and see if you know I was gonna do the exact same thing as I did with the trade. Because mm-hmm. in December I might have forgotten how I placed the trade or how I was feeling um, mm-hmm. in August in December. But then if I yeah. do the exact same thing in December, that means I traded well for that particular trade. And then I go to the next one, then the next one, all of them to see if I executed as I had planned. Ah, because yes, that's, yes. that's my only goal. My only goal, so now I'm sitting at, at on, on eight, eight perfect, tra- uh, no, on nine perfect trades in a row. My goal is to get to the 10th perfect trade in a row. Ah, awesome. And awesome. once I get my 10th one, my goal is to get on 11th perfect trade. And 
as far as monetary goals are concerned, my goal is to have some money on the account at the end of the year. Whether <laughs> whether I'm up or down. Yeah, whether I'm up or down, it doesn't matter. But yeah. it means I manage. Remember uh, 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 that uh, that myth that we did, that if you're just 2% on each and every trade, you have to do 500 trades to to bust out. Yes. So if 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 uh, uh, um, I haven't executed more than five hundred trades, uh, I should still have money. Yeah, whether it's up or down, <laughs> not. that's not that's not that's not relevant. At least not at the, at this stage. But I'm 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 pretty yeah. confident that um, it, the 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 PNL will be on the P side instead of the L um, over time, and not necessarily over any you know short period of time. Hmm. But um, just to touch on maybe this might be like a sidetrack, because now I'm just thinking, um, let's say in December, you already have um, 25 trades, you've taken 25 trades by December, mm-hmm. and let's say you're down a certain percentage, and let's say of that 25 trades, you've lost 15. Mm-hmm. So from that 15, and the way you actually journaling, because you actually can see all the things that you're doing with the proper journaling, I think at that point you can actually review and see, okay, what am I doing wrong? Is it like a specific yeah. instrument or specific shares or is it a specific pattern or something like that? And I think that way you can see, okay, this is always why I'm always losing. This is why I'm always winning. Maybe I should just do more of what I'm winning and mm-hmm. less of what I'm losing. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's all. Also, revisit the, the, the market conditions at the time, perhaps. Um, for mm-hmm. example, you were taking... Uh, um, short positions when the market was clearly on an uptrend, for example, or you were taking, mm-hmm. you know, long position when mar- market was clearly on the downside, for example. You know, this is just a, mm-hmm. you know, examples that that, that, that that spring to mind at the minute. But yeah, you yeah. can always revert back and say, okay, had, had I changed this or maybe I moved my my stop too aggressively, I got stopped out and the market moved in my direction, or maybe shorts are just not working for me. I haven't found an mm-hmm. edge to to trade short positions. Maybe I should just stick too long. You know, there's there's a lot of, of things that I that I would consider at the end of the year when when I'm doing my trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because in the end it's almost like you like a scientist. It's like you 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 test it's like trial and error, you would mix this and mix this. And then try to get a result, record it. Is it something that you want? No, something change. So in the end, it's almost like just like you're a scientist, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> but what, I, I'm, I, another thing that I'm doing with 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 um, um, this ex- exercise is that I I I, I unitize the portfolio. Mm-hmm. So, so 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 I. I Similarly to how ETFs are conducted with the units at one route, I do the same, and I have a spreadsheet. I'll share, I'll, I'll share that in, 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 the, in the show notes below. Um, and then I have a benchmark to say, if I invested a thousand rand, if, for example, you invested a thousand rand um, mm. in, in, in my portfolio, and the same thousand rand was invested in um, uh, um, a top forty. My benchmark is a top forty ETF. Mm-hmm. Citrix forty ETF. 
how have you how would i have panned out ah okay yeah so the, this this is because i'm gonna i'm gonna do this from now until you know infinity and beyond the reason for this is say for example after say five years i can look back and say for the past past five years i've under or overperformed the top 40 if i've underperformed consistently the top 40 my money is better off sitting on the top 40 eta and i should be yeah. looking at a different strategy yeah you know in, 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 yeah in, that, that does make sense yeah yeah so i'm unitizing wanted- the portfolio as well Okay, okay. I guess that's another an idea to see if you're actually performing well or just underperforming. Yeah. Because just have something to actually compare yourself to or measure against. Yeah, because how, how do you know that you've done well? Even if, if, in, if, if, if you're up 10%, how do you know that you've done well and you couldn't have done better? Mm, 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 even mm. at 50%, how do you know that you've done well? Yeah. Unless you've just invested in palladium. Yeah, you know, unless you have a benchmark. So my benchmark is the yeah. top 40, which I believe is a fair top um, benchmark. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another thing, and Jabs, um, so um, is it, are you only trading Cecil, Capitec, and Foshini, or are there any other um, shares that you're trading or CDFs that you're trading rather? Okay, I I'll take it. I'll, I'll I'll walk you through the trades that I have at the moment. Um, so I trade the top sixty stocks by market capitalization, mm. and because I trade small, liquidity isn't much of an issue. Um, but I trade, and and you know most of these top sixty stocks move at least like a million shares in a day, so liquidity is not a problem. So I trade within that universe. But I, 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 when when I, over every every weekend, like every Sunday morning, I go through the top one hundred stocks, all of them. So these stocks are they like only South African stocks? Or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I only trade South African stock with an exception to BHP. Um, oh. <laughs> I'll get to why, why that's an exception. <laughs> um, but yeah, predominantly, I, 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 I trade only South African stocks. And, okay. and okay. the reason why I only trade South African stocks, um, which the, the BHP is a, is a good example, the BHP trade that I took is a good example, is that there's a currency risk exposure that that i get yeah. right so my, my like for example right now the the the, uh, the london exchange is closed i think the plc uh, um, exchange is closed so there shouldn't be any uh, 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 movement in in the pnl but there is because of that currency movement because now the currency is a 24-hour yeah, so you, you almost like for it. You know, I could in theory find myself the I'm, you know, points wise, I'm I'm, I'm supposed to be up two percent, but the rent strong two percent net, I am flat. Mm, okay, okay, I see, I see. Or um, the inverse is true. You are down mm, mm, on the currency, and then net net, you're good. Yeah. Or you. Okay, so- or your wins are even further exaggerated because of the weaker currency. Yeah. 
So there's a, there's a bit of a crunch explosion. So I guess it's like a double-edged sword then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which, it, which at the moment it's, uh, I'm quite benefiting from from um, the recent the recent weakness in in Zara. Oh, strength. Oh. Let me let me quickly pull the chart and let's see. <laughs> oh yeah, I actually been been uh, on on the sharper end of the knife because the rand has been strengthening against the dollar. But I, I think I should be comparing with sterling instead. Should be comparing with with sterling. Yeah, but the rand has been quite weak, man. These days, um, now it's uh, as we as we chasing sitting at about twenty two rand to to the pound. Uh, I can just imagine. Uh, uh. Yeah, can't so, buy anything. Yeah, yeah. So when when if the rent weakens, the trade does well. If the rent if the rent strengthens, the trade does you know bad case. Uh oh. <laughs> so I guess you'll be one of those people just wishing that the end just fails a bit just until we get out of the trade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let me let me walk you through um the trades that I uh, I have taken. Um so I went short on BHP Bulletin. Uh okay. BHP group. Yeah, but you know, when I took this trade. I had no idea that the one that's on the platform is not the South African BHP. It's um, ah. the Sterling one. And I only <laughs> noticed it after I had placed the trade. And uh, I kind of did notice it when I, as I was placing the trade because it was a bit weird um, <laughs> when I was placing the trade. Uh, uh, it was really, really weird. But then, um, yeah, yeah, that's when I, got, I, I figured it out. So I entered mm-hmm. at um, 47.60. Um, it was a doji, very, very nice, nice doji. Um, um, for those who don't know a doji. So what happens on a doji, uh, it's a reversal pattern. So the market would be trending up, 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 up. Yeah? And then it, it would okay. extend, but then come back to where it it opened or just like very close to where it opened, whether up or down. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you can see that that signals like market exhaustion that the, 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 the buyers have run out of steam and the sellers have come, um, the sellers have come in strong in that, in, in those levels. And mm-hmm. I like, okay. I like okay. to trade, I like to trade my, my, my dojis at the extreme highs i i only ah. trade as a reversal on the extreme highs or the st- extreme lows like on a weekly high okay okay yeah, yeah because you will still get doges within the movement so yeah yeah and and within within the the you know like somewhere in between the range of on, on the weekly weekly charts um I would only trade them as a continuous pattern. Mm, okay. okay. When, they, when the market pulls back and then you have a doji in the direction of the original trend, then I have a trade. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, I get you. I get you now. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, with, 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 with the doji, the market has to trade, has to trade rather 
below the low of the doji. Mm, okay, okay. So maybe, maybe maybe you should also have you published these like examples or yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I, I I'll, I'll drop the, the the link to those in the show notes below as well. Yeah. So because I know that uh-huh. I know that you mentioned all all these trades in the email listing. Mm-hmm. So the the one that you send when you see like potential trades that you'll be taking. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, there are like images in it just to show what you actually mean. Just the yeah. visualization. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop the link to 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 those nodes in the show notes below. Um, and yeah, so far it has been showing showing me some green, about twenty points in in the green. Um, I've moved my stop to break even at the moment. I'm going to update it again into profitability, securing about 10 points. Um, Awesome, awesome. Which is quite significant considering it's um, sterling and then there's a currency um, hedge to that. I was waiting for the market to close and and check out my two times ATR based on the close. Um, uh, Yeah, I'm going to do that in, in just a bit. So currently the market is now trading at uh, the current price is 4520. Um my target is very very far it's very very far, far but I have two targets on this trade. I have so there was two gaps on the the BHP trade has two gaps to fill. Okay. So I'm going to take half the position out when it closed the first gap. And then I'm going to let the rest of the position go to the rest of the target. But trailing my stock okay. behind me as we go. Okay. And then on the bid vest, um, I had a nice head and shoulders pattern. Oh, um, nice. Oh. Yeah, I had a head and shoulders pattern, which then broke. It triggered, it triggered me on the 19th. I think that was last Thursday. Last Wednesday, mm. rather, but only confirmed yesterday. <laughs> Can we <it> be? <laughs> so wait, um, maybe a question I never asked you was: since you gave it gave you a confirmation last week Thursday, but it only triggered yesterday. Mm-hmm. So when would you actually close like a pending? Maybe since you talked about putting. Or like, minutes. how how does a trade fail? Yeah. Okay. So so so. Uh, it, it it depends on the particular setup. For so with the bidvest trade, um, it was a head and shoulders. So this trade would fail if it it um, came back to take off the high. Uh, if it take take the the head of oh, the head okay. and pattern before it confirmed or before it triggered, for uh-huh. example, that means it's no longer head and shoulders pattern. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but if if um, in a range, for example, if it doesn't confirm, it will you know typically go back to the range, and it it will have to trigger again. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. So, so I guess for each and every uh, for each and every setup that you would have, each one would have its own rules of how it would fail. Yes. Yeah. Each each trade has confirmation rules and failure rules. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, and, and another trade that failed um, was a, uh, a first rent group trade. I was looking at a, 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 a triangle, symmetrical triangle reversal pattern, but the support line has been touched too many times without 
without being broken. Um, so I've considered that trade as a, as a failure. Mm, okay, so you don't go with the conventional thinking that uh, too many touches on support or resistance makes it stronger. Now, remember, I, I was trading it on a uh, continuous pattern. So I was bearish, but then it got on a support line. It, it has touched too many, the support line too many ah. times, which signals this could be a support line to the upside. Ah, okay, see, I see. Okay, yeah. cool. In, in which case, now I'm looking at this trade with fresh eyes and I'm looking at, you know, different ideas to trade this, um, to trade it. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, with, with the, the Bitvest trade, I had to wait. So what I did, um, on Wednesday, I got the trigger. On Thursday, I placed a buy stop order and it only got triggered on the 24th, which was, you know, uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Oh. Yeah. And I'm also short on Glencore. Similar, uh, it was also a head and shoulders pattern. But on Glencore, hmm. was the Glencore, was the Glencore chart? It was also a head and shoulders pattern. Um, all, all of these we discussed them on on the last week's webinar. I also link um, the link to that YouTube link to that as well. So what's awesome. interesting about this is now the 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 Glencore share price is broken through the fifty day moving average, which is rather interesting for me. Hmm. So, but yeah, we'll monitor the trade and see. But I entered on a head and shoulders pattern. I haven't adjusted my stop theirs yet, and the fortunate trade I took that um, yesterday as well. It was a bearish diver- uh, bullish divergence, and I haven't updated my stop on that, and it's still showing me some green. The only trade that's showing me some red at the moment um, is Bitvest. Ah, I'm not like a <laughs> small loss, but uh, yeah, it is still two percent. Yeah, it's much less than two percent at the moment. Nah, even awesome. Yeah, and I got stopped so, on Bala and Sasol. Oh, okay. So oh, those were I'm your not... choices that you took? Yeah. And okay. is there anything else that you're looking at, though? At the moment, uh, yeah, I'm looking at quite a bunch. I'm looking at quite a bunch. Uh, what's, my, uh, what's my... So I'm looking at AB and Bev um, break through the range, but I'm looking at a break above um, the 55 level on... on ABNBEV, and particularly interested if, because um, you know, there's there's alcohol ban lifted and whatnot. I'm also looking <laughs> at uh, British American tobacco. Um, yeah, there's there's quite a watch list. Um, you know, uh, with, with as far as the watch list is concerned, um, I linked the the. Uh, oh, there's so many things to link, bruh. Because I'm, I'm I'm looking <laughs> at the time. We're running out of time. Um, <laughs> The link to, 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 to the Wednesday, tomorrow, to, to the Wednesday webinar, to, to this evening as you are listening to the show on Wednesday, 26th of August. Um, we, have, we have these webinars every, every evening, half past five. Um, join us on that one. Um, I'll leave the link to that as well. Ah, awesome. Yeah, Jose, I think it's a good place to pocket here. I think we've run our time. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think we should park it here. Yeah, we can, because we can, I think we, we might not the, finish. Yeah, we can talk to the sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Maji, that's that's it. That, that's it for the Village Trader podcast. Uh, be sure not to miss another episode of the Village Trader by subscribing on the Village Trader, villagetrader.co.za, and subs- please do subscribe on your favorite podcatcher on Spotify. We're on iTunes as well, on Google Play. Please do give us a review where you can. Um, we really appreciate that. And please do join us on Wednesday evening. Um, check you next time on the Village Trader. Cheers. Thanks, Jose. Cheers, Chaps.